I'm Jason Klom. Gaziza. I'm Alan Rickards. Your last name is Rickard? And we are the hosts of Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast. Oh, hi, I'm Jason Klom. Gaziza. I'm Alan Rickard. And this is Dispatches from Fort... <laughs> okay, I panicked about doing it. Are doing space? This is Dispatches Dispatches from from Fort Fort Awesome, Awesome, a a news radio space cast (laughs) with Jen Jen in space. No, there's no sound in space. Space space be with you. Thank you. Again, with Jen in space. Space. (laughs) We're so professional. There's no laughing in space. No, there's no laughing in space. Mm -hmm. (laughs) With Jen in space. So, so. Uh, this uh, episode aired the 21st of May, 1997. It is what season three, episode 24. We're at the end of season three. It took so long, but now we're here. It's so the most surreal episode, at least starting the surreal. For, for sure. I mean, this is like, uh, when when was Buffy on? This is like pre-Buffy, right? Like, they were doing this shit before Buffy was doing that weird stuff. I think Buffy might have the first season, but Buffy didn't go weird yet. Right, right, right. Just went vampire. Yeah, yeah. Right? So, this is this is like... We're, we're like pre-community, we're pre-spaced, which is a very good show. Did a lot of which we genre the, things. The space-spaced episode. Mm-hmm. I'd be happy to do it. Mm-hmm. Can you think of any shows, Jen, that you watched at the time that were got weird? I can't think of any that did this. There weren't people doing... I will say Third Rock from the Sun did a 3D oh. musical yeah, they episode. Did, they did some weird stuff. Uh, but that's all I can remember. Family Matters and Step by Step did like something that took place in the 30s. Like every really? time that was like a, some okay. sort of a gangster thing, but okay. they were always. I mean, there's X Files. Besides the subject, <laughs> so we're talking matter. about like sitcoms that go sitcoms yeah. that go to a weird world, right? Yeah. Like, because at some but point, I feel like everybody became insane. Well, at some right. point, that this, was made no this sense. This might have been like right before they went like completely off the rails. Awesome. Maybe, maybe before Stefan uh-huh. happened uh-huh. or the Urkelbot. I don't know if because I've yeah, been rewatching right. Perfect Strangers. I don't know if they ever went off the rails like that or not. I know they just went like extra mm. campy and extra crazy. But I would have to rewatch. I haven't. I haven't seen it. I've seen like I watched Perfect the Thanks- Strangers. Yeah, really? I watched the Thanksgiving episode. I'm not of judging. It. No, no. I haven't seen it in so long. Oh, in so like, long. Yeah, yeah. No, I watched it all the time when I was I will a kid. tell you this. It. Uh, I think it holds up. I've been rewatching it, and it's like, oh. There, there, there are a couple episodes where Balky like legit makes me start to cry because he loves America so much, and it's like legit, it's it's nice, it's not schmaltzy, mm-hmm. it's just it's it's good. It's nice. Yeah, you believe it's just a his, good show. His uh, sincerity. And the worst character on the show is Larry because he's a macho dipshit until he realizes, oh, I've been a macho dipshit, and then he's fine again at the end of that. Also, episode. he's like, weird. He goes like selfish to, uh, oh no, you're right. Oh, I you're right, Balky. Selfish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, all the like reoccurring and influential supporting cast are women mostly women on perfect strangers other than larry balky i can't think of it like a supporting character the supporting characters that are guys are bad (laughs) right they lost the supporting character to to do her own to do that's absolutely true (laughs) she did leave she did leave harriet poor harriet i feel like she was better used on on perfect anyway this is not the Perfect Strangers cast. This is a news radio space cast. Um, How the hell did we go off on that space uh, tangent? My fault. My fault. Yeah, yeah I apologize. It was a, 
Were you just doing satellite noises? I mean, were those satellite noises I just Yeah, heard? Oh, I think okay. I heard so we're in space. I think we flew by a satellite. We still have Phil Hartman at the beginning of the episode. Yeah, yeah, as, as Phil himself. Hartman, which is great. Still kind of being Bill really, McNeil, though. But <laughs> really mostly oh, Bill yeah. McNeil. Well, yeah, that and definitely uh, uh, Troy McClure. Because this is around right. the time, too, when he wanted to do a Troy McClure live-action movie, yeah. which would have been interesting oh, and been. weird, but I would watch it. Yeah. What if instead of the news, we reported the space, space. news? And oh. the guy, by the way, who's standing by him is Mike Reisner, friend of the show. Uh, who will do the podcast at some point. Yeah, AD Mike Reisner, who, like, fucking wrangled everybody. Hashtag Mike Reisner. Mm -hmm. He did say we should turn it into a drinking game. So that guy, when you see that guy, drink. It's fine. It's a good thing. Um, All those questions will be answered or at least raised and dismissed. (laughs) I love it so, so much. (laughs) Uh, The drums start and it gets all intense. And then people ask outer space, why? I prefer to say outer space why not? <laughs> and then he disappears. Like he's been transported, I guess, is what we're supposed to guess. Did uh, Paul to space, Sims ever Jason. Ex- to space. To space. Paul Sims, because I, I remember we talked about Brief Deeper. Like, I don't remember what you said about uh, how this came about. But. Uh, yeah, I, we'd have to. I we feel have like to double check with that. We're bad hosts. We're yeah. bad hosts. I, I don't did. do research, people. I have other things. I mean, we, we could call <laughs> Paul, but I will just say. Paul is not prepared for this call. So. No. Uh, well, wait. well, we can ask him later. Yeah, we'll ask him later. Uh, but yeah, there's a, a, an insane, crazy space theme. Our favorite, uh, we see our favorite space shuttle. That one shows up. You know, everybody's mm-hmm. favorite space shuttle shows up in those credits. But the, it's a, the weird, it just sounds like they've run the entire theme through a weird filter. Yeah. Spider Chambers, Ooh. please answer that well, question. Steel if that's drums. what happens. Though there's right, there are steel drums, but also there is like a. It sounds yeah. like yeah, it's got like that classic sci-fi noise. You're right, though. It is steel drums, but also whatever that net noise is supposed to be. Um, fun little upsettingly red LED font pops up on the screen. Everything is like an LED clock. The, that's their space font. Space font. Dave's amazing WNYX space mug, which I'm wondering if anybody still has one of those. It materializes I didn't in his even... chair. I know. Oh, I know. I, I didn't occur to me until later. Only be one, or are other people. There were a couple. Him as no, props? no. Everybody oh, who I, had a mug in this notice. episode had one. I wasn't chair. looking for props as closely as I, I know. Did, I even guess. That's the most prop heavy heavy episode to date. The the chair itself just looks like it belonged on the old Enterprise. It's perfect. So yeah. close. Yeah, it's a very good recreation. Mm-hmm. Very boxy pa- control panel and everything. So 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 good. And they kind of added a new new character, which was a computer always never listening to Dave, but only Lisa. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, Hello, Lisa. Lisa. That's the uh, I think that's the Max Speak voice, if I'm not mistaken. Just representing um, everyone at the station collectively, like as a metaphor, that voice. Sure. Like, listening to Lisa and not Dave. Yeah, that's also true. Yeah, because Dave <laughs> oh. can't get the door to close. This is what I wanted to ask you, Jason. Actually, yes, uh, Alan. Because I know you're obsessed with getting the regular door for Dave's office. Yeah. Would the space door be a consolation prize? Yes, 100%. I had the same okay. thought. I'm like, <laughs> if I had to, would I take it? Of course I would take it. Okay. I don't for know how to make you, that function. For just, those of you just tuning in, Jason's <laughs> been obsessed with getting Dave's door at some point. So I want it badly. Can I tell you, I've been experimenting with making the WNYX Lego set, and I don't know how I'd make his door. I, it's not. It would not be easy. It's you can't well, customize can't be, doors in Legoland. It can't be circle. It'd have to be. Yeah, I know. Very blocky, blocky. and very I mean, that's thick what Legos door. Is, though. It would be a door that is in the Legoland as thick as someone's head. So it's a very oh, yeah. weird. You'd have to the blue on the outside. Yeah, I have it. these little. Okay, this is gonna be annoying. Sorry, but <laughs> I have these all right, everybody seeing this. 
Yeah, everybody everybody saying this? good. Uh, but they have these little clear plastic doors like I have for, uh, they're all plastic. Here, hold one up so everyone can see. Here you go, guys. See. Just uh, paint it. A clear door. That's what I'm thinking. I, or buying a decal, because you can do printable decals. Because that's what I'm going to do for the Cheers door, because it doesn't have anything on it. But right. I wanted to have the stained glass on it. Right. So maybe I'd do that for Dave's door. There's a little peek into Jason's annoying hobbies. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Space hobbies. Space hobbies. So sorry. <clears throat> um, I like their space suits. They're weird with the weird, like, the racing stripe down the side. It could also be just the janitor's outfit that also could very well be <laughs> uh they're slightly customized because dave's is just what a one piece they're kind of like driving suits or something right like lisa's is a jacket and a long skirt and then beth's is yeah, of yeah, course yeah. a very short shirt a jacket and she a very looks like barbarella skirt. she and looks like barbarella she has barbarella's hair too and mr james looks exactly the same uh -huh. except for the name tag yeah, well, that was the height of fashion in the yeah, uh, 21st, 21st century. Maybe <laughs> on Earth. <laughs> uh, Beth is the computer screen window. Oh, Dave's yeah, yeah. window is a computer screen type thing, which is used to affect later on. Dave right. says make it so. So clearly there's some dumb Star Trek, Star Trek nerd on the yeah, show, which yeah. is great. That made me happy when I originally saw it. I'm like, oh, cool. These guys you, are like me. You know what was interesting, <laughs> though, is Lisa saying I never get tired of that one. So Space Lisa uh -huh. knows Star Trek, but regular Lisa That's would true. not. That's true. Well, because good it's the norm, you know. They're in <laughs> space. Do you think it's the norm? Because it, uh, it may be a TV reference. Because like we find out TV exists later. It's like historical fiction to that. Right. Okay, I see what you're saying. Okay. No, that's a good she, point. Make know, it so. It's like Shakespeare. History. Yeah. It's Shakespeare to them, is what Shakespeare, you're Shakespeare, you devil. Shakespeare, Shakespeare, you Shakespeare. devil. Space Shakespeare. Space Shakespeare. Space Shakespeare. 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 Shake Shakespeare. Shake 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 I had a Shakespeare once. Oh, we find out that Joe's been a, in hypersleep for right. 83 years. Which I love that when they have a problem to unthaw him after, yeah, 83 mm -hmm. years, mm -hmm. like technology wouldn't change that you could use the same person from back then. That right. always baffled me. <laughs> <laughs> they have an anti-aging drug, which is why nobody has changed. And, and yep. uh, humankind is nearly extinct, extinct, extinct after the Alpha Centauri robot wars. Mm -hmm. uh, that's so stupid. Uh, and then... Joe asks who's won the World Series. It's the Dodgers, then I called it, then the da da da, and then robots. 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 <laughs> oh my god. Ah, uh, so, so good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I also love that is what Joe's main concern is after all those years is just who won. Who won the World Series? Yeah, yeah not the, because he, he knows the when? war's over and the that's years the I was only out? thing. Yeah, yeah, the whole, every year. Um,. Can we uh, also point out that it's just wonderful that their spaceship is just a building really flying Just in space. a building flying <laughs> it's in like, space. It's like barely. They didn't try and make a spaceship prop. They just... It actually looks like a smaller building than any exterior of the yeah. building. That's also true. Building itself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that the, they spray painted the tree in Dave's office, correct? Yeah, they spray painted it silver. Yeah. It's a silver mm. sort of tree, which is. I'm like, it's not the. It's like silver, right? So yeah. it must be called something else, as you pointed out, because he does space say. Space tree. What are these things, trees you Spree. speak of? <laughs> Spree. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Then what the hell is that thing? Yeah, yeah exactly right. Yeah, but I, I noticed the tree in his office as he was saying trees. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like, what are these? Yeah, she trees pointed that out. I'm like, holy shit. Like, never noticed that. Never even noticed it. Okay. The, we find out the station. This is, is why you listen to the podcast, folks. Exactly right, guys. You get fucking gems like this. I'm a genius, and no one could have like figured that out for themselves. So it's absolutely true. That's my gift to you. <laughs> the station is virtually hemorrhaging space dollars. We find out. God damn it! I loved that so much. This is like the first thing where I ever watched. It was like a weird genre bending thing that was live action. It wasn't like The Simpsons. And was, like, making some of my favorite jokes, like, adding space to shit. Like, you know, I yeah. just loved it. So, it was so self-aware. Well, yeah. 
what was interesting is, uh, 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 I don't know, like, plot-wise, because mm -hmm. this is obviously a different reality, but the thing between Dave and Lisa, uh, like, with this, it almost seemed like it was hearkening back to season two, almost, mm -hmm. kind of what their dynamic was, but not right. really. I was very confused, but... yeah. I wonder if I was, it's just... I accepted it because it was a space episode. Oh, of course, yeah. I figured, like, yeah. it's a space episode. Let's make it the simplest plot. Yeah, let's boil I mean, it possible. down to the essentials of each character. Yeah. And put them in space. Yes. That seems to be it. You know? If, if they'd have had the... I hey, mean, you if know, you can, news radio, what about space? I wonder if the show would be different now. Again, I don't know Paul, my good friend Paul Sims. I don't know if Paul's aesthetic <laughs> would change... And if he were to do news radio, like, oh, I came up with this new show called News Radio today, if it would end up being a one ca a single camera and therefore have, like, the community, mm. like, sort of feel. Because, like, oh, we'll do it fully, make it feel like oh, an actual space show. Sure, but you still need someone to fill that Bill McNeil role. I don't know. Oh, yet. no, I'm, yeah, I'm just saying in general, if he had come up yeah. with the show today now, yeah. and invented it today, would he it suddenly just go to single camera style? and be super genre bendy all the time. I'm yeah. guessing no, but when they did genre bend, would it? Paul, if you're out there, I know you're out there, give us a call. I can never remember the number to this show. I can only remember the other one to my other podcast. I'll think of it later. 646-something-something-something. <laughs> W-M-Y-X. Everybody helpful. get that? Yeah. It's on our Twitter. Call and right now. And make him look that up himself. That's great. That's, that's absolutely true. <laughs> um, uh, they have these real... I'm trying to figure out what these VR goggles are made out of because uh, they have these VR goggles to go through their files. It's so stupid. Uh, they're but they're good like looking. Those, um, I mean, they made them back then. They made them in like the. They look like Johnny Mnemonic. Yeah, they, very uh, much. But they didn't have VR then. They didn't have it as they, a thing. They had like maybe attempts at really picked, <sighs> like really low res like stuff. There was this Michael Douglas movie from uh -huh. kind of this time period. Uh huh called disclosure where he it, it took place in present time which was i guess you know 97 sure okay out, but, okay uh, uh they kept all their files in like a vr computer system oh i think that's what this is based on because i think i heard them mention that maybe in the mm. cre the, the commentary, commentary maybe maybe okay yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is not the first time i've heard of it but i've never seen that okay but i'm always confused like, like I mean, could that have ever been a thing? It just seems like an unnecessary, complicated well, thing yeah. to go through to get access to a file. Like, exactly. Oh, I'm gonna put a, oh, I'm gonna open this big uh -huh. file cabinet. Well, oh, yeah. they did that a file. on uh, an episode of Community. Yeah, too. there's a full episode of Community on the same and thing and how stupid that is. It looks. It's. They clearly people saw are like jumping because... and running to like put like folders in the trash it's so or dumb. like. So open a file or oh my god it's I, so so silly i would like to point out other than that part of the movie like disclosure was actually a pretty good movie i thought really yeah I all right it was pretty decent so yeah. it was a modern day thing but for no apparent reason for no there, vr vr file did system. not have to exist in that it was a like, weird one and it was like such a small part of the movie like when he actually finally yeah. got access like he puts like this whole yeah. goggle thing on you like see the really bad cgi and he goes yeah oh my god <laughs> But they Disclosure. Had, they yeah. had like Actually, I, I don't know it if it was the eighties if I'm thinking title. about it now. But like they were always talking about VR, but it was never a thing they actually fully developed until like, recently. Good. No. We, I mean we, we always knew it was supposed to be goggles and headphones. Yeah. And maybe gloves. But I mean it was I never... think maybe just just games that were very like limited because wasn't there like I've never a seen a VR, VR system that was actually like, developed. Thing for Nintendo or There's something? a virtual boy. 
yeah. that was all red. Mm-hmm. I owned it. Oh, that was oh, that right. gave me a headache. Yeah, it gave I'm, me the I'm worst talking headache. about some real like low. This is the only one I ever saw though. That's that's. And you couldn't strap it to your face. Thinking of. That oh, was, you couldn't. Mm-mm. It was 94. 94. Disclosure. No, the Virtual Boy was set up so that you basically had to lay on the floor on your stomach mm-hmm. to play it. It was on a little a bipod that you, okay. you rested did, your face up against it and got uh, sick playing it. Did you get it when that it was great. when it was unsuccessful and they tried <laughs> to got it for just, ten dollars at Walmart? <laughs> you got it for ten bucks? Something like that. Cheap as I was, I was like twenty five. Yeah, I'm it was like impressed. ten bucks or some shit. And you just buy all the games. I, it only came. There was only there was one like, game that, that it came with, three. and I didn't see that there was any there. There was a Mario one that I would have played. There but I had tennis. Of, there was a total of like 10 games. You're probably there right. There was that one also with a jet where it just looked all, oh, all lined. Like a vector game. Nauseous, oh, okay. Right? Yeah, no, that would make me ill. Yeah, I'm getting sick thinking about it. Uh, what are we talking about? Uh, hey, Dave, got any, more, <laughs> got any new space porn? <laughs> so, so dumb. Hey, this is after he's threatened to cut the budget for oxygen. Right. Um, because, you know, uh, and also the budget for the company Rollerball Team. Yes. Solid reference. Uh, yeah, I and then gotta, he's looking at the space porn. Uh, we forget. Uh, uh, oh, that's right, Matthew. We also forgot to bring up. He's got that hot robot girlfriend. Oh yes, yeah. They yeah. brought back uh, Irene, but now mm-hmm. she's a robot lady. Irene right. from the Cherry Pie video. I feel like I should point out she was she's... in the Cherry Pie video. Um, <laughs> Looks like she's on the Fritz again. <laughs> isn't that? Isn't that just like a woman, Beth? <laughs> you know, she is just like a woman. Every time. Every time I try to have a nice little afternoon together, her CPU crashes, and I gotta drag her down to the shop before she wigs out and kills everything in sight. Uh, no, you're fine. That's, that's, I'm glad you caught it because I didn't write that down. Uh, but Jimmy says hello to Miss September 2034, and she says hello back. I think it might be Vicky Lewis doing that voice. I couldn't tell for Not sure. sure. Sounded like it Probably. might be Vicky Lewis because later on the the announcer voice over the is Andy Dick. Clearly, distinctly Andy Dick saying oh, wow. saying some stuff. Uh, and then we find out now that the Gaziza, the 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 greeting in the future is Gaziza. Uh-huh. So Gaziza, Gaziza, Catherine, Gaziza, Bill. So either Bill McNeil uh-huh. has influence uh-huh. the future somehow. Mm-hmm. Are we to believe that this is news yeah. radio in the future or an alternate universe where it takes place in space? Well, it takes place in the Star Wars universe, apparently. Yeah, we do know yeah. that. We do know that. Because Jimmy also uses the same hologram that Leia uses. <laughs> That's so much. <laughs> they had to. So much. Wait, like, come on now. They were filling a void that nerds like us wanted. Nobody else uh, was making yeah. these dumb references they, on TV. They made the TV that they wanted to see, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. If it's not out there, make it. Yeah. They did. Exactly right. <laughs> uh, their food is in pill form. Uh, Delicious. It looks like crap. It only looks like crap. It's actually quite flavorless. <laughs> <laughs> I love good. that. That's a very Simpsons joke. That's, uh, that's yeah. a very solid that's joke. So and yeah, that's when they give him Hollow Jimmy, who's giving them the news that... Again, a typical Dave and, and, and Catherine storyline. One of you is going to have to survive, yeah. you know, be awake, and the other one gets to go away for a while. So but he passes know... the buck to Hologram Jimmy, and then Hologram Jimmy passes, passes the, the buck back to real Jimmy. Who's, who's already, already left. left. Yep. <laughs> if I may point out, though, yes. so one of them is going to be put to sleep, but you're not yeah. losing your job. You just wake up in the future where more cool stuff should happen, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, you won't notice the difference. You'll wake up, it'll feel like it's two minutes later, and right. you're good to go. Yeah. So what's what's the What's panic? the problem? Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Just like a new shift. Mm-hmm. What's the second robot war wipes out? You That's know, also true. I mean, yeah. could be. Yeah. Irene mm-hmm. could go crazy and murder right. everybody. Right. Who knows? Right. Boy. On that note, let's take a quick break. <laughs> 
Hey everybody, um, so this is something fun. I uh, just wanted to quickly let you know that we now have a P.O. box. It's for all my podcasts, but you guys know you're my favorite. Uh, so if you send something uh, to us physically, you can send it to Stolen Dress Entertainment. It doesn't matter too much, but Stolen Dress is one word. I'm sure it'll get to us if it uh, is two words on accident. But Stolen Dress Entertainment, P.O. Box 805, Burbank, California, 91503. Uh, and that is all thanks to Jen. She set that up. Uh, because she's very nice. She did that as a birthday present for me. So um, there you go. Uh, back to the show thing. You know. Um, Gaziza. Yeah, and we're back. Gaziza! Space Gaziza. Space Gaziza. Now, okay, now you've taken it too far, Alan. Space Gaziza, space. <clears throat> okay. Uh, so where are we now? Oh, yes, Dave is watching Green Acres on his, on his window. hollow screen window thing. Yeah. Um, that comes in from no problem, but Beth sure. communicating from mm-hmm. five feet away apparently has an issue. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we didn't even talk about that. That was pretty funny. Um, Lisa said, oh, you can finish watching your funny pig if you want. <laughs> That's fine. Pig's dead. People are dead. They all died centuries ago. Couldn't care less. Uh, <laughs> Poor Dave. Um, he asked Lisa to move in with him. Into a space pod. Space pod. <laughs> And she was ready to go, right? Except she expected him to move in with her, right? Right. <laughs> Just like a woman, am I right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh hi. Uh, <laughs> well, apparently his space pod is very cold and drafty. Right. Right. That's what we find out. Well, he also offers to get a fucking space heater. That is the dumbest joke in this <laughs> entire episode. In the entire episode, and it's great. It's 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 a damn. This is it called space heaters. Yeah, you get it? Is it? It takes his place yeah. in space. Oh, what? That was yeah. The that's jo- the joke. Oh. Yeah, it takes place in space. Oh. Mm-hmm. He could have said space space heater. He could have. That would have kind of defeated the. Oh, it would have made it terrible. Oh. Mm-hmm. 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 That's why I didn't write this episode. Uh, Beth is eavesdropping in on their conversation by like sort of peeking in on the screen as though that would help you somehow right. sneak. I sneak a better. <laughs> it's dumb. Uh, can so the, sh- the blinds are still there, though. Which yes, you the would blinds think, are still there. You would think if you could put a TV screen at that, the screen, at, the window itself could just turn black. Am I right? You would think so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is funnier, though. It is much funnier. Uh, let's see. Uh, the the compu- blinds, which are made out of space wood. Of course, they're made out yeah. of space wood. From space trees. Space trees. Something. Oh right. Right. Mm. Silver space trees. This is very confusing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the computer keeps asking. In or out, Lisa. In or out, Lisa. Because she won't make up her mind about whether she's going to leave or not. Uh, we find out these space... It was teasing her. It was... Oh, was it teasing yeah, her? Yeah, it was okay. teasing her. Okay. The, uh... And the door might have been flirting with, like, oh, trying to get... Oh, okay. One over on Dave earlier, because maybe it, the door has a thing for Lisa? Maybe. That's... You're taking it quite far, but I'm fine with it. I know, but why would the door be, like... I just think it was t- on her asking side, her in or but out. Also, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah, okay. She said, knock it out or something, and then yeah. it stopped. Okay. Weird. Very strange. We find out that the ship's reactor core is in the pillar, that magical moving pillar. Yep. That is only there, when, only they there when they need it. It's only there when they need it. This yes. time, they need it. Yeah. I do love I do love the, Joe saying, hey, no matter how much technology changes, it's just a bunch of wires connected to a bunch of other wires. <laughs> so what's the problem? Can't seem to find any wires. <laughs> <laughs> and he just proceeds to bang on it with a hammer. Not, yeah, and then ask for the pliers. Mm-hmm. But not no, the space, space pliers. pliers. Just right. the regular. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They just fucking, they will not, they don't let up once on that joke. No. No. I love uh. it. I love it. <laughs> and then one of my favorite building meal advertisements ever. So great. Perfect. Do you want to do it? No, you do it. It's your favorite. 
So for a tasty treat that's good to eat, try Soylent Green. Soylent Green is people. Soylent Green, made from the best stuff on Earth. People. <laughs> There's so many jokes in this episode that kind of remind me, oh, like, everybody at the time would have been like, oh, the best TV writers of The Simpsons. But these shit, these are all as good as any jokes on The Simpsons. Yes. Especially if you put them in the hands of, of a Phil Hartman. Yes. Like, that's the test. It's like, if your jokes sound that good in Phil Hartman's mouth, then there's a chance maybe it's that good of a show. I, I always loved his fucking stupid glow stick cigar, because that made me feel like something I would have made at the time if I was trying to make a space cigar. It's just like, he cracks it and shakes it and then smokes it. Now it just looks like one of those vapor cigarettes. It does, yeah, 100%. <laughs> they totally call these cigs. Like, that's 100%. You guys predicted the future. They glow un per for no reason. I remember when I first, like, eight years ago, this job that I worked at, this guy was smoking them indoors because, oh, that was the thing he could do, which I, he would not be allowed to do now, but, yeah. like, just not lit really. up blue at the end. And I'm like, this you're, you're trying to be a spaceman in a space movie. It's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. You look like an idiot. And then I'm also like, but it kind of looks cool. Like, there's part of me that's yeah. like, I almost like it. But it also looks like you're faking it. Like, you don't want to <laughs> actually smoke a real cigarette. Right, so. right. Yeah. <laughs> and it's also blue. Why is it blue at the end? Uh, it's very strange. Very strange. I can understand if it was red or orange. It would make a good stage cigarette. But a blue cigarette doesn't really make any sense. Jen, thoughts on blue cigarettes? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Good Good thought. Uh, I agree. What? Yes. What? How does the news time go? Because it's the news time is twelve forty-five, Mark three fifty-seven. <laughs> of course, of course it is. Are these just random numbers, or is it an actual? Thing? That's what you always wonder about Star Trek. So I always I, hated that. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh wait, oh, what? why don't you even bother if I don't know what the star date fourteen seven nine point one? What? What is that? Yeah, for real. What? I mean, maybe Seriously. you've got a plan. You know what, Michael Okuda, if you're out there, you're the guy who planned all that shit. <laughs> uh, please come on this podcast and talk about news radio. I'll have you sign my technical manual, which I have still, and I want to know more, a little bit more about the time. I refuse to look at the book. I'm not looking at the book. I could figure it out. I don't want to know. I want to hear it from your mm -hmm. your voice. Also, Michael Okuda is pretty great on Twitter. Michael Okuda, if you're out there, at me. Um, we find out Rebel Terrorist blew up the Death Star, as you mentioned earlier. Fortunately, Lord Vader escaped without harm. <laughs> Our hearts go out to the victims' families. <laughs> so stupid. Uh, uh, let's see. I can't read what. Well, Bill goes oh. for space. Yes, there. That's what it is. Okay. And <laughs> by the way, that just seems unsafe in general. Going yeah. out. Why would you? <laughs> that's not going to be refreshing. No. To go out to space uh -uh. for a walk. Feel like you're smothering inside your little dumb yeah. suit the right. whole time. Yeah, they made it look as as just toxic and and just awful. As possible. When, when he walks outside, goes out the building. When they go to Venus, that's to later. The newsstand? That's much oh, later. That's, oh, that's later. Oh no, he's just walking outside this. Yeah, just, he's just floating outside building. the building. And then the hatch sticks, oh, so yeah. he can't get back in. So stupid. I feel oh, like so they can get to this one joke. Just one joke where he goes to Dave's <laughs> office, knocks on the window. No, knocks doesn't knock on the window. Just opens the window. He tries. Basically. I think he knocks first, but then he's like, "Fuck it!" it right? And then oh, yeah, they don't hear it, and he just opens it, and it sucks everything out. Right. It sucks them towards it, like slowly, <laughs> like in a, like you would do in a play or something. It's so was silly. It, was it dark outside the window? Yeah. In yeah. That shot? Okay. Uh huh. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's all black, yeah. black space. Maybe a star field. I don't know. <laughs> I know that they said, I'm trying to remember who mentioned that for a very, that like, not only for the next episode we're talking about, but I think for quite a, like, they were suspended for quite a bit in both these, this episode and in, in, when we get to Jumper, but there's a lot of suspended by your crotch action happening. Ha! Which yeah. Is, that sucks. Uh, 
Let's see here. Uh, oh, then Joe and Beth go for spacewalk. Right? Yes, there we go. Yeah, it's okay. it's, it's, it's it's pretty. Yes. Can I they, say how Venus. cool Venus actually looked on yeah. this episode? It's like, great. What, I remember when I first saw yeah. it. Like, that looks because I, I don't remember who it was. If it was Joe Fury, mm-hmm. or, but uh, I know they said that they just like found like a construction site. It's just a with, parking lot. The parking lot was, was under construction. Lot? Yeah, that's what it was. Sunset Gower There's or wherever they were shooting this season. Special effects, though. Oh, for sure. Right? Like, well, yeah, they had like a bunch of, of filters and stuff. Sure, but. yeah, and stuff like there were little tiny bits of flame were little here flames? and there. Okay. Yeah. Also, I know Venus doesn't really have a surface to like, walk on, but we won't get what? into it. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about that the whole time. You and I'm like, this is gaseous. What are okay. we doing here, people? I, I had the same problem with the movie that Outlander. So that seems so Space station around Jupiter. I'm like, you can't walk on Jupiter. Why would you even be around there? <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, we're gonna be the first person to email and tell us we're being nerds about this, Lou Morton. I will mm. guarantee Lou Morton will be... He did, <laughs> please do, Lou. Please yeah. do. Guys, relax, please. He, he, did, he did email us to let us know that since none of our French is on point, that le <laughs> does mean the right word. That's all he sent me in an email. Le and I'm mojuice. like, if this wasn't from one of the, the, the writers of the show, I'd be like, all right, I get it. Get it, nerd. <laughs> Thanks. But he's a busy man. He's a busy man. So he's just being helpful. But yeah. he will call us nerds. I'm sorry he's about awesome. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. great. I mean... That's fitting. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So, uh, yeah, they, they get some space gum, or at least she tries to get some space gum. Right. right. From the little alien. <laughs> Joe can speak alien, we find out. Apparently. Even though he's well, been asleep the whole time. But so it makes... Did, maybe he learned it on a book on... Tape? Chip. Well, he's all about alien conspiracies in the regular world, so he True. probably would be, you know, wanting to know what every alien oh. language is. So Maybe it's like a be... bonus um, video on the alien autopsy DVD or something. The space alien true. autopsy <laughs> DVD. There we go. Damn it all. There it is. <laughs> there it What's is. up, homies? <laughs> so an alien is loose in the office. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, and he says, what is this, homies, you speak of? That's what Lisa says. So stupid. Oh, come on, Dave. It's just a little alien. And they both get locked and loaded with their giant space guns, which I want to know where those came. Again, we, we need to get Jody Mann on this show to find out, where, especially this episode, like, where all these props came yeah. from. If any of them pre-existed or if, they're just, if they made them from scratch. They or look ridiculously the- big. Yeah, <laughs> they do. They're great. They're very alien style. And the two of them are moving around in a very vaudevillian fashion. It's <laughs> back to back. Incredibly amazing. It happens for too long. Uh-huh. They're uh-huh. shuffling around too much. <laughs> mm-hmm. Their butts are sticking out, and it's just really funny. For something that he kills with a phone book. Jimmy yeah. just splatters the thing oh, with a phone book. And their guns are really big. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that they take this show as an opportunity to make fun of their own show as much as possible, mm-hmm. too. Because, like, that's another instrument. Like, they just like, hey, let's do every scene that's, that we feel like is in every... Uh, that would be the stereotypical version of our show right. that we invented. So to the point where they're at the, the conference table and they talk about trying to get the Governor Space Taki interview. That is the dumbest... <laughs> Okay, I thought oh, the other the one was dumber. I think, it, yeah, oh, it's delightful. <laughs> it's delightful. And it's great when you're a kid uh, growing up in New York, and it's like, oh, this takes place in New York. I get that joke. Yeah, the whole country knows who the governor of New York is, Jason. Oh, okay. It's good stuff. <laughs> I mean, the also the ridiculous gag of Mr. James handing out <laughs> cookbooks uh-huh, uh-huh. to serve man. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's cookbook. It's like, like, just giving away the <laughs> ending to that movie, that, that episode. There's no seen reason it. to be in there. Nope, nope, <laughs> nope. They're just like. gag, you know it is. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, you, this is like the most. This is, uh, again, it's an opportunity to just be as reference heavy as they yep. want. I'm surprised. There probably is one in there. There's probably a Planet of the Apes reference in there somewhere, but I. 
I would have missed it because. Mm. Oh man! Wait a minute! Feel this like feels like there might be one, but I don't know. I should have been watching with an eye for for some of these the things, and I disappointed all of you. It's okay. You're absolutely fine. <laughs> uh, and uh, now Joe. we now we find out as that Joe the reactor core he was trying to fix he couldn't quite fix it. And this is an add-on after they're about to dismiss me. He's like, "Oh, oh yeah, yeah uh -huh. uh, by, the way, by the uh, way, by the I way, guess <laughs> I should probably say something. I guess uh, we need to all go into suspended oh. animation, or if not, they're they're gonna all blow up, and they have five minutes to do it." <laughs> Can I tell you? I just love how Dave just says, "Well, this is bad news." It's <laughs> 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 very very nice delivery. Oh, it's okay. Uh, and then, uh, then Dave and Lisa have a little moment, a little sincere moment. If we don't survive this, I love you. And then, of course, the entire room, like a bunch of children, woo! Mm -hmm. I love it. And then Joe tells Beth that while he was out the whole time, all he did was uh, was think about her. Right. And then think I could mm -hmm. see you naked? <laughs> sure. <laughs> then tries the same thing on, uh... Catherine, uh -huh. who says not a chance in space, hell. <laughs> Beth, can I look at you again? <laughs> sure. <laughs> she's already clothed, but she's... Uh, <laughs> uh, and then uh, Matthew's space alien robot girlfriend uh, doesn't know how they're going to fit in the pod together and I, reminds him that she doesn't need to breathe. I, lo I love it. Like, oh, no, it's just... You go in, it's just it's just the most logical thing. Oh, my <laughs> you you go. My my love knows lo knows no logic. Mm -hmm. that line, yeah. mm -hmm. So stupid. Yeah. Uh, and then Bill Ma refuses Bill Bill refuses to go in because he thinks it's a scam. Uh -huh. And then See? Matthew asks if he can use his pod. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I'd rather you didn't. Didn't he say that on another episode, like that exact same line? There is, exact... It's a very similar oh, delivery. Oh, I, I don't, don't know. know. Yeah. yeah there was is... it when he tried to use his I... chair or something? I this don't might remember. even it be the third be. time, but I could be. Oh, I just love it whenever he does. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> when it's a perfectly reasonable yeah. request. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, I, I don't know. I still want it to be my thing. Uh, and then uh, Matthew's reminded to not unplug the hyperspace nex oh. nexus because Kit everyone will die instantly if you do do it. Do and do if it. If only Bill it. had no, let him no, use don't his do space it. pod. Mm -hmm. I still love the uh, uh, when they're all going in and Matthew goes, farewell, my sweet <laughs> Mr. James. Farewell, Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, of course, Matthew trips over the plug. Immediately. Life form three expired. Because Life they didn't set four. that up at all. Like, no, <laughs> no, no, no. That it's all one it stupid fucking happen. plug. So good. Whoops. So Just good. an extension cord, too. Mm -hmm. It's a it's an orange extension it's cord. It's a dumb orange extension cord. Uh well, I guess it's up to us to start a new race of human beings. But, but no gay stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, now we're gonna need some petri dishes. <laughs> Do you have a book on DNA? <laughs> And uh, so we go back to Phil Hartman. I, I do like these. These This is the only like, breaking of the fourth wall that this show's ever really, really done, which is just having the opportunity of Phil Hartman playing Phil Hartman. Reading a giant copy of War and Peace. Yep. Giant <laughs> copy. Shakespeare, you devil. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hello. So, news radio in outer space. A cautionary tale or a grim portent of things to come. You be the judge. Such a, <laughs> you, such I a mean, Troy the six McClure. of you still watching. <laughs> yeah. I know you're also thinking, what would news radio be like if all of us were naked? 
What? Oh, oh, I guess we're out of time. <laughs> so dumb. It really does feel like Troy McClure when he does that stuff, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, Bill thinks about everybody naked all the of time. Of course. Yeah. Bill dismisses every, like, the whole show as if it's nobody's watching mm-hmm. it. Like. But Troy McClure, as his host personality, is 100% oh, yeah. in there. And I, I I always wonder I, I do wonder what Phil Hartman would have wanted like his public persona to be perceived as I, you, I'm never quite mm-hmm. sure because mm-hmm. you you know I, I read that autobiography or the, oh, God damn it I read that biography of him and it's like man he was a dark soul and I but I can't tell from that like what he want how he wanted people to perceive him other than a super lighthearted guy mm-hmm. but right. he also had some darkness even even in that that Dennis Miller clip that I've talked about on that comedy on vinyl episode where he real, catches himself sounding a little little too strict on immigration. Oh. Like, uh, illegal immigration. He's like, sure. you know, my family immigrated legally, and then he catches himself and says, which is why I'm here to talk to you about being a member of the new Nazi party. <laughs> like, it's so great. He catches himself in the middle of it. He's it's like, like oh, right. That's not, it's not a little too extreme. He's like, it's yeah. not how I, f- I don't feel, you know. So I, I am curious, but I do like that he clearly this is a thing he liked to do. Right. Like I, I don't think there's any moment where like Phil, can you try this? And he would have said no. Right. You know, um, particularly about this episode. Do you guys have Jen? I know Jen mentioned it as we were watching it. Like, what was your favorite moment? Oh, um, I I really think that that Dave and Lisa like butt to butt mm-hmm. with with the guns about to try and kill an alien that's. <laughs> Apparently very small, mm-hmm. um, with giant guns. Just the, just too so much movement and noise of the movement, and just and their serious faces. It's yeah. just, it's really good physical humor, and it's nice to see Lisa's character to get to be able to do that like mm-hmm. silliness because, um, Tierney is really funny. Yeah, she's brilliant. So and she always has to play the super straight man. So like. Mm-hmm. Except when she's like, sometimes she doesn't, but right. when when you see the crazier parts of Lisa's impulsiveness. Yeah, I mean, that's the one, <laughs> one of the better things about season five is while those plots are crazy, you get to see her range a little more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. kind of fun. She's what about so your favorite uh, moments, Moment? Alan? I'm, I'm still trying to pick, but. This is hard. Uh, this is actually several. I might. I might go with. So hard. Uh, I'll go with. I'll go with uh, Matthew saying farewell, my sweet, and Mr. James <laughs> saying farewell, Matthew, just because you never really see Mr. James ever give any uh, affection or anything toward Matthew. Typically, mm-hmm. or at least if he does, he takes it back right away. So it's just a weird thing for him to yeah. say that. Uh-huh. There. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think my, my if, oh, see, yeah, this is a difficult one too. I'll say Matthew tripping over the plug because it's a dumb moment. Yeah. And I, but I, I, I always, it has always stuck in my head the the robot voice going, "Life form three expired." Because it actually is a very, it's it would be a sad moment if the show had any heart in this particular episode. <laughs> if I thought it's just dumb, it's stupid. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you have a favorite line, Jen? Um, I like. I prefer to say outer space. Why not? And and Shakespeare, you devil. I just. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I obviously have a, a soft spot for Bill's characters sure. stuff sometimes and um and also I mean I know it's supposed to be Phil Hartman but really it's a definitely a character so mm-hmm. um it's it's hard it's one of those two probably just well you took mine which is fine too ridiculous but mine is Shakespeare you devil 
Mine's going to be soil and green made from the best stuff on earth. There we go. People! <laughs> <laughs> so there's a pause that makes that. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, I also have a note here that yeah. I forgot to mention when it came up, but Joe just drank the mouthwash he was given <laughs> for having the worst morning breath. Like, mm -hmm. ever. So he didn't rinse it, just no, guzzles no, down cause, some... No, because he's handed it, and then he sets it on the glass, and he is not spitting it out anywhere. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he's just done, and then he's talking. Mm -hmm. And it's, I think, one cut? I'm not sure on that right, part, right, right. but yeah. That's pretty funny. <laughs> oh, you know, we did, we did this out of order, but now it's time for a new segment. It's not a new segment. It kind of is a new segment, because it's... The space deal with Bill McNeil. Space. With Jen. Space. In space. Thanks. This is Major Jen to ground, ground control. Stepping to the Guess I don't get to do my David Bowie voice. It's fine. It's fine. Cool. Do it. Cool. Let's hear cool. it. No. Do it right now. This is Jen's David Bowie's bouncing. <laughs> All right. So, um, uh, I think like the the most overt, um, you know, obnoxious billness is sort of when Phil Hartman is being quote unquote Phil Hartman at uh -huh. the beginning. Sure. Um, because he's like dismissive of the entire show's mm -hmm. possible popularity. Like, of course, people don't watch this. Obviously, I don't watch this. Like, mm -hmm. um, I don't tune into this. There's, like, six more people watching by mm -hmm. the end of the episode. Um, uh, there's, um, uh, obviously, he's, like, happy for all the attention of, of introducing it. Is this the real deal with Phil Hartman? The real deal with Phil Hartman in space. Except, except I would use quotes on that, you know. Mm -hmm. Space. Um, space. Uh, you tell me when you're ready to go back to Bill McNeil. Sure. I just, I'm just arguing that this is more Bill McNeil than probably. It is, but Phil it's Hartman. not though. It's not. It's not. It's not canon. Although I'm gonna guess I'm this entire trying, episode is not canon. Trying parallels. That's fine. Oh, I don't know, oh, Jason. Don't know. Um, and he also apparently obsesses about you know visualizing people naked as, mm -hmm. as Bill Kiss character does also quite true, often. Sure. So, um, which in in the next episode we're gonna talk about a little mm -hmm. bit more too. Um, so anyway, in as actual Bill McNeil in uh in space, um. He's paranoid uh, that people are plotting against him mm -hmm. so he doesn't go on the space pod. Right. Um, he'd rather n not trust other people for, well, I mean, in this case, you know, tr trusting himself in a pod while Matthew's out of a pod, I guess, is a good call, though. Sure. You know, so there is that. Mm -hmm. But It's the only thing that made him survive. Yeah. Um... And then he's he's still about the power moves. He's still about you know, especially when math. I mean, if Matthew exists, space Matthew exists, then uh, Smaceu. I don't know. Smaceu. Yeah. Smaceu. Smaceu very much. Space Matthew. Space Matthew. Space Matthew. Space Matthew. 
if if Matthew exists, then mm-hmm. then Bill's there to you know want to do power moves over him. Sure. Because there's no way he would ever be want to be equals with him. Right. So. Right. Um, you know, so he can't use a space pod, mm-hmm. obviously, even though he has no intention of ever using it. And um, there's still tension between him and Catherine. Mm-hmm. Because uh, they have to be in the booth and it, all, it almost always has to be a thing. So even when you boil down some of these characters, you still have some of these things, even though he's not like as intense as normal. Mm-hmm. And it's not a super Bill-heavy episode. You still see a little bit of paranoia and power, uh, power moves. And uh, not knowing how to flirt with Catherine the way he probably wants to. Right. Or maybe it is the way he wants to. Maybe. I don't know. He's just being him. I like at the end, it's probably, it's fairly clear that once they do go to repopulate it, he'll convince Matthew that it's for the best of uh, humankind that his sperm not get into the mix and it should all be Bill McNeil's sperm. Of course. You know it's going to be all Bill McNeil. Are you kidding me? You and know. Matthew's going to have to do a lot of the work, which yeah. I wouldn't advise. Yeah. Matthew's going to have to do all the Petri dish work. Yeah, it's there's gross work to be done. I mean, maybe he can just do that, but mm-hmm. he's gonna mess up anything. Yo, figure it out, chief, and That's... then he'll just leave him in the in the laboratory. Well, uh, between uh-huh. the two of them, though, would you? Re- uh, I don't <laughs> know who would be better as far as <laughs> repopulating with whose. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I mean, Bill would be smarter. Like I think his sure. character, uh, his his. His offspring would be smarter, but they sure. might be a lot more selfish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, especially if he's raising them. Yep. I feel he's like going to raise like either entire... way, you get the same DNA with the. Yeah, that person as a guide. It's... Nature versus nurture. What happens is little... Bill does get his wish, and he gets a generation of of these sort of basically pseudo clone children, and then they all try and take him over. So then he goes and he gets Irene. To mm-hmm. murder them all and then wipes them mm. out oh, okay, in okay. a genocide of all the I have the like delicious. so many all possibilities for this. Or like... the Bildren, as I call them. The Bildren. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can. Because Bill likes picturing everybody naked mm-hmm. too, like, I can see him trying to make, like, maybe. Um, you know, female versions of some of them, maybe even male versions of some of the women that he thinks, like, I don't know, because mm-hmm. Bill is uh, kind of thrown thoughts in, in all directions as far as people being attractive goes. So, mm-hmm. like, I, I can see him, like, being like, let's freeze all them. Sure. And then, since I'm going to be raising everybody, like, I have control anyway, so mm-hmm. they'll do whatever I want. Right. I don't know. Bill's got problems. He does. <laughs> that's that's my scientific <laughs> uh, analysis. <laughs> that he's got problems. Yeah. Uh, and that's that's about it. There's a lot of possibilities with him controlling the future of human DNA. Don't like thinking about it. I don't think that it would work. No. It's just him and Matthew. Mm-hmm. Even if Bill could research enough, it's like there's Matthew. It's gonna. It's <laughs> gonna screw up. It's going to screw up everything. It's going to fall Forever into a vat. Sorry. No, yeah, that might gross. happen. Ew. Mm-hmm. This Not my has fault. Been the <laughs> Space Deal with Bill McNeil. <laughs>
anything to promote? Uh, you know, I was just, uh, someone I knew from Groundlings uh, had me in a sketch that's mm -hmm. on YouTube. Go look up Weak Arm 2018. It actually turned out pretty, pretty, I was really happy with it. Awesome. Yeah. Weak Arm. Weak Arm. 2018. You can also find me on Twitter <laughs> at Alan Rickard, A L L E N R U E C K E R T. Uh, Instagram at Alan Rickard's Legs. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. And then everything else. Did you change your name to Al at Alan Rickard's Legs? Uh, it was actually Alan's Legs. I'm like, that's too generic. Mm. Alan Rickard's Legs. Did you drop? Did you lose? Does that mean somebody could go take the at Alan Rickard name now if they wanted? No, I got the Alan Rick. No, I guess they could. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> no, I don't think you can if you already use it, can you? I don't know. Yeah, maybe they can. Jen, what, what what do you have to promote? Um, Voting mm -hmm. in November. There's no, there's I need no better all time of you to warn people. To go to any of the many voter registration uh, status websites. One of them is vote.org. You can check in all 50 states if you're registered. Some of the laws have changed and purged some people from the rolls that might have voted sort of recently even. Mm. So please, hey, do it this week. Why not? Go check your status. And if you somehow aren't registered to vote or you haven't done it before, I know it might be intimidating if you haven't done it before, but you know what? You can start at any time. Mm -hmm. uh, nobody's nobody's going to um, ask you who you're voting for when you show up. You just register and then show up and it's all you. It's so easy. It's it's usually pretty usually it depends on how rural an area you live in, but just go just go do it. Ask for a ride if you need a ride. I'm sure somebody will help you out. These elections are pretty important to a lot of people. So Please check if you're registered, and please vote. Sounds good. I really need to not let you be in the middle, because, again, anything I then promote afterwards sounds like I'm a real dick. <laughs> Go to CelerySoundRecords.com. You can find my comedy albums. You can find the album of Paul Dooley, legendary actor. It's called Booked Solid. You can get that. Uh, you can also go to StolenDress.com from all, all my other stuff. I'm on Twitter at jklom, J-K-L-A-M-M. On Instagram at jasonklom, J-A-S-A-O. And soon I'll be on Instagram at Alan Rickert, A-L-L-E-N-R-U-E-C-K-E-R-T. Uh, you <laughs> selfish, selfish bastard. Jason, you know what the world also needs besides people voting? Love, sweet love. Well, that and... Merriment. Merriment. And entertainment. That's true. And you are providing a service for That people. is true. For a hefty price. That's not but true. But please vote. It's reasonable. But, but, also, watch, but also, watch Jason's and Alan's stuff. Yeah, that's also true. It's Alan awesome. and I are in some stuff together. It's fun. One more thing to say. That's catch, catch you later, later BKs. Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast, is part of the Stolen Dress Podcast Network. The show is hosted by Alan Rickert, Jason Klom, and Jen, who lives on the ether. Our theme song was composed and performed by Michael Warden. Have questions? Call and leave us a voicemail at 646-801-WNYX or email us at freakzilla at scopenet.com. You can also send snail mail to Stolen Dress Entertainment, P.O. Box 805, Burbank, California, 91503. Subscribe to Dispatches from Fort Awesome on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or any other podcast outlet. Give us a five-star rating and write us a review. It helps. 
You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at WNYX News Radio, or find everything in one place at WNYXNewsRadio.com. Thanks, Joe. Visit StolenDress.com to listen to our other podcasts, watch videos, and imbibe freely of our multimedia content going back 15-plus years. Big day today, Dave. <laughs>